Hey, hey, welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex, all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugar-coated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Unchained Sex Cast. I am Sierra. For those of you who might not have ever met me or know me, or maybe this is your first time listening to me, if this is your first time, I will say this is probably going to be a great episode for you. One thing you have to know about my podcast is that we talk about shame a lot. Not to stay in like a negative space, but because a lot of us can't get past our shame And in order to get to where we want to go, in order to embrace our desires and to dive further into our sexuality, we have to work on releasing things that aren't ours. And shame is something that is not ours. Shame starts from someone has a feeling or an expression or thoughts about something in a negative way and they project those onto you, making you feel the same that they feel. And so shame really isn't ours. So this episode, we're going to talk about shame and specifically shame in a male-driven society. And if you're like, Sierra, hold up. I don't really know where this is going. Just take the next 15, 20 minutes to listen to the fucking episode. Like, give yourself this one thing to accomplish. That's how you build confidence. Finish one thing that you tell yourself you're going to do. Hold true to that one thing that you tell yourself you're going to do. Because once you do it just once, you're going to build a little bit of confidence. So stay with me here for a second. And if you really like this episode, please like it and share on your Instagram stories. I would super appreciate it. Give me a tag. Give me a shout out or just tell me in a message what you liked about this episode or if anything resonated with you. So talking about shame just being in a male-driven society, you know, the first thing and first example I'm going to give you is the walk of shame. Let's talk about the phrase, the walk of shame. The walk of shame is a phrase in the U.S. where a partner who, a female normally, is leaving a sexual partner's house the next morning and maybe she's wearing like his clothes or the clothes from the night before or whatever that looks like and they are given the title walk of shame, indicating whatever they did is shameful, right? Meanwhile, guys, dudes, titles, after if they were to do the same thing, showing up in the same manner the next morning, get titled Strides of Pride. Shame has been used as a tool in our society for control. Absolutely. A control over women's sexual preferences, sexuality, you know, just even these two phrases, for example, you know, women getting titled the walk of shame and guys getting the strides of pride just shows that our society supports all of men's sexual behaviors and sexualities, meanwhile, shaming women for it. So there is a difference. You know, if you have a daughter or if you have a female partner, then they are going to experience shame from society. 
point, period, blank. At some point in their life, they are ready. Even if you don't even have them, your future daughters, your future grandchildren, they're already experiencing shame and they're not even Earthside yet. If you're like, Sierra, this is just such like a mass scale. How could this ever change? It starts by one person showing up. I'm showing the fuck up. I know that sometimes it just takes going first, but when people start to show up, you can't control anything else but you. That's it. That's the thing. Like we focus on trying to control everything else and everything around us. You are the only thing that you can control. So focus on your change. Focus on what influence you can do. The next time you see someone shaming a female or shaming them for any reason, you can be that voice. Where else does shame come from and why do we fucking keep it and hold on to it and just pack it the fuck around per normal? You know, number one thing I feel like is education and the influence it has on us. So just from being brought up in a sexually shamed culture, it's not taught in public schools. It's not taught in most private schools. You know, every school district can change or whatever, edit their curriculum. There's nothing set in stone saying that this or that has to be educated on. There's two things, I think, um, that they say it has to be educated on, and it's like, HIV and maybe like one other thing so there's it's, it's a very broken system we have to start educating our youth we have to start talking about sex we have to be comfortable talking about sex so that our children can then be comfortable talking about sex it starts with us and having more sex positive conversations you know in the coaching world we talk about a lot of things and experiences with our children you know back and forth and things because we live in very sex positive households it's interesting to me to see the progressive movement in these families and the openness and the safety that these families have because of being in a sex positive house and it makes me think of you know my childhood you know we didn't have that growing up and most people don't I've sat at a table with 10 women and nine out of 10 women would say no we didn't talk about periods we didn't talk about sex in our house and one out of those 10 women would probably say oh yeah sex was an open topic we talked about it all the time you know open conversation we'd sit on the bar late at night talking about it it starts with just talking about it and having conversation and asking and having that space for asking questions education and you know thinking of your childhood and what you learned about sex as a young adult and think about what you want for your kids think about what you want them to know if you know if you if i asked you if you could say anything to 17 year old you about sex like if you could tell them anything what would it be the second thing that is a core part of where our shame comes from is beliefs from parents and family everyone grew up in a different style home you know maybe you were in a mixed home maybe you were in a a family that were that was split maybe you had a single parent everyone has different experiences from childhood and a lot of the time our shame is going to come from upper generations if our parents had shame around sex then chances are we fucking have shame around sex <laughs> unless you're aware of it and you've already made shift but depending on what type of home you grew up in there's probably shame that's coming from that and the third thing that I really think is like just hits home on why we keep shame is cultural sex shaming. Once again, the example I gave as far as women having the walk of shame and guys getting titled with strides of pride. This is cultural sex shaming. And I think part of the reason, part of the reason why I do what I do is because I have a daughter. And I think, you know, I, I've told my story a little bit, but being in the sexual wellness industry for eight years now, 
I just hit my eight year anniversary this year in 2023. And one of the things that really kicked my ass into pursuing coaching full blast was two years ago. Two years ago, I had my daughter. (laughs) And, you know, they say kids change your life. And I think mine changed mine in ways that I didn't know was possible. But I also think it changed mine in ways differently than how most moms experience it. And I, I don't like to compare. I feel like, you know, comparing moms is like comparing apples to oranges. You just can't. Everyone's lifestyle, parenting style is different. And everyone is valid in their own decision making. And I truly believe that most of parents keep their children's love at the center of their decision making. And whenever that is kept at the center then you are always going to do what's best for your kid. I also heavily think that having a child of your same sex affects you a little bit differently. So whenever I had my daughter two years ago, it jumpstarted me into going into my coaching business because it made me jumpstart my own personal development journey. But also it made me face places of myself that I hadn't healed from yet places that I had buried, trauma that I had buried, things that I had just dealt with. And having a daughter and having a child of the same sex and knowing that there is a chance that my daughter, the person whom I love more than anything that ever existed, could go through the same things that I went through. Or maybe I could just prevent half of her her going through half of the things that I had to go through by just educating her then I am absolutely going to fucking educate her and I'll educate the whole fucking world for that matter just to make sure that she doesn't have to go through things that I went through. So whenever I had her, things definitely progressed very quickly and I knew that it was time to step into my calling and into the coaching position that I did. And so I just got done with a year-long coaching course that really helped progress and fast-track me to where I'm at now. So I feel like that's half of parenting anyways is, you know, thinking about all the things that we went through and never wanting that for our child. You you see families who grew up with divorced parents and they are like, I will never divorce anyone because I grew up with divorced parents and I know what that's like. And so then they just make themselves miserable by staying with their partner. And then you have people who are grew up with married parents and they, you know, fought and they hated each other. And you're like, I don't understand why you wouldn't split from them. And so you grow up with a more sense of independence on, I won't ever stay with someone just because it's convenient. I will always choose, you know, to go with my feelings and choose how I feel. And parenting, we, we definitely never want what we went through for our children. And I think being a mom and a female and someone who's had to fight really fucking hard for everything that I've had. And I think I've realized, you know, here more recently that how much harder I've had to fight for everything that I have just because of the fact that I'm female, just because of what my genitalia is. And if you think I'm crazy, you know, go look at the wage gaps. You know, they're actually better right now than they have been in a long time. But there's still so many areas that women are not allowed in and are just making their faces in. You know, looking at female entrepreneur statistics, it's absolutely insane. And so I don't think anyone's ever really questioned how hard I've worked because they've seen me bust my ass for so many years. And I've put in the the blood, sweat, and the tears to get exactly where I'm at. And at some point I just found peace knowing that 
I had to do that. I had to, I had to do that to get to where I'm at. You know, I don't know how many times I, I just thought, man, I just wish I had it easy. I wish I had, you know, generational wealth supporting me. <laughs> I wish I had a family that was like, you know, here's this, like, go start this. So many times I feel like I had those wishes. And at some point I just hit a wall where I was like, you know what? No, like it had to be this way. I had to have started from nothing. I had to have come from nothing. I had to have learned all the hard lessons because I would not be the well-polished person and well-polished entrepreneur that I am right now without it. I would not have fucking, I would not fucking be here unless I went through those, those hard years. So whenever I go through hard patches, I just learned to buckle the fuck up, like buckle up, bitch. It's going to be a ride. But I know that on the other side, good things are waiting. I am continually blessed. I have so much abundance around me and no matter what, even through hard times and even through the best of times, my life is very abundant and it is exactly what I make it. And I think as parents, you, your job is only to make sure that you hold true to yourself and you show your child the same thing, holding true to themselves and show up for them where it counts. Shame in society is going to be something that we always deal with and where shame shows up in society for women, you know, thinking, I'm just going to say, if you have any female in your life, at some point or another, you know, the females in your life, whether they're born, whether they're here or whether they're your future females in your life, they're already being shamed for a number of reasons. Not only are they being shamed sexually, they'll be shamed for being fat. They'll be shamed for being ugly. They'll be shamed for being hairy. They'll be shamed for being sexually conservative. Hell, Let's not even talk about how people who are more prude or more vanilla are shamed. We should not be shaming the vanilla lifestyle. There's so much shame that shows up in society for females. And men are also shamed whenever they behave too much like women. You know, whenever they show any type of emotional sensitivity or if they dress slightly feminine or if they enjoy a feminine activity like going and getting a pedicure or whenever they're more submissive to a woman, oh my gosh, like the society, if you've ever, you know, been around somebody who's been like, oh, they're pussy whipped. That's something that's just been passed down like a fucking robot. It's just been passed down. And most people don't even realize what they're saying when they say that, you know, we joke about it and like, I've even used that term before. Before I was aware to the fact of that is literally sexually shaming. What's happened from this shame that's just lived in our culture for generation after generation is men have been kept in their dominant assertive form and their stoic ways and in their masculine energy. And women are left walking a fine line between trying to embrace their sexuality, but also, like, you better not take it too far or otherwise you're going to be labeled a slut or a whore. Why we stay in these ruts generation after generation, things just keep going the way that they're going because we've never been given an alternative pair of glasses to look through. We've never been given an alternative lens to really look through and see what would it be if life looked different? What would it be if this were different? And just for the fact of people indicating that someone submitting to their partner and especially if that partner is female indicating that they are less of a person because they're less of a man they're less of a person because 
they're showing some form of submission and women slut shame each other just as bad. You know, this is again, a tool of the fucking patriarchy. It uses a form of control. You know, I remember like growing up, it seemed like I was a little bit younger. You know, my sister was older and it seemed like older than her generation and her age range. I just remember it just seemed like the slut shaming and maybe it's probably just that age range, but it was absolutely vicious. I mean, it was fucking mean girls. People would look at pictures or look at you and like constantly critique what you wore. And not only that, but like growing up in a household where we were also you know, made sure to not dress like a slut, constantly focusing on what we were wearing and what we looked like. I remember a large portion of my fucking childhood being a female was focused on what what do I look like? What am I looking like? And I think a lot of it is brought on both from women and girls slut shaming each other. This is used as a fucking tool. We shouldn't prude shame. We shouldn't slut shame. This is a group effort. And, you know, so next time, Next time you hear someone just casually shaming a female, ask them, ask them, what makes you think a woman's sexual activity has anything to do with her worth? Ask them that. I hope this episode maybe sheds light on something that maybe you haven't been aware of, or maybe it's an area that you haven't really focused on, but I know I'm running close on time, but I want to share with you something that really just changed my fucking perspective. And so I hope that this helps You guys usually like what I'm throwing down. So let me just share with you something that I feel like changed my perspective. You know, form your own opinions from there. If you like this episode and you want to hear more about this or you want me to go deeper, I love going deep, you know. So hit me up, let me know, but let me share with you this last perspective and this really helped it click for me why we have so many things in a sexist society and where these things come from. Is it sexual repression? Is it, is it other things? And I think the sexism and the shame from women, when it comes down to it, women's liberation shouldn't be about just fending off men's sexuality. You know, we're focusing on what to wear because of what other people might think of us or what other people might look at us versus how about you wear what you want and you wear pink with your purple pants because that's the colors that you love and that's what you want to wear. Society gets caught up and focuses us on fending off men's sexuality, but women's liberation is fucking being able to embrace your own. And instead, women's liberation is just around fending off men's sexualities instead of being able to just embrace your own. Being sex positive doesn't mean you have to have sex. (laughs) Being sex positive doesn't mean you have sex. You can be sex positive. You can have sex positive conversations. You can have open conversation. You can create safety without even having sex. I want you to simmer on just the thought of living in a society where women's liberation was focused around helping them embrace their true form, their divine feminine energy, embracing their sexuality, their sensuality, every part of them. You can imagine all these things, but... It comes down to just making small shift, very small shifts at a time, you know, watching your language, make, making sure you're using language that identifies with you, I feel like is key. Number one key thing. Are you using language because that's just what you've grown around? You've never really made a conscious thought to shift it. Really take a second to really 
strain out things that you might say and you don't really know why you say them. You just say them because that's just what you've always said. It starts by making those small shifts. And so think about how you speak. And once you really figure out what aligns with you, then start to look at your environment. How are you around other people? And when things come up or sex shaming comes up in females or when shame surrounding sex comes up or when shame surrounding females comes up, how do you accept that? Do you welcome that topic into your environment or do you say, you know, I don't prefer to talk about this or I don't really agree with you. So can we change the subject? Because it comes down to those small shifts, making shift within yourself and the language that you use for yourself and in your life and in your family and in your home and also what you allow to be around you. So I hope this episode resonated maybe. Uh, Let me know your thoughts, questions, anything that came up during this episode. I'd love to hear your opinion on this. Uh, Once again, this is something we talk heavily on and removing shame from our life, whether that be cultural shame, generational shame, wherever that came from, it's not fucking ours. Shame is not yours and you can remove it. That's the thing. So I want you to know it is possible to remove those things from your life. It is possible to remove the shameful feelings that you're having. And if you're wanting to know more about this and you're wanting to start releasing these areas, then I want you to know you're in the right spot. We're going to have lots of straight to the point, non-sugar-coated conversations. This is the Unchained Sex Cast. Anything goes. It's fucking unchained. So if you're here for it, I'm here for it. So much for listening to the Unchained Sex Cast. For more, please follow us on Instagram under the Unchained Sex Cast or my coaching page, Inspired by Sierra. If you feel inclined, please feel free to share us with your friends. This is not a sponsored podcast, so it is by word of mouth. If you liked us, loved us, wanted to review us, please take a second and do so, and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow. Thanks again for catching the Unchained Sex Cast. We'll see you on our next episode.